0: Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Find A Way podcast with Dusty. Hopefully, you're doing well on your journey. And as we continue the conversation uh, up until the marathon of how the marathon is going and where I'm at, um, I figure this would be a good companion to the day-to-day documentation of um, what I'm doing and and what I'm running and how I'm preparing. Um, I've uh, made it to day 65. At the moment of this recording, it's day 65. Five, six, six, six. day 66. The uh, upper, mid to upper 60s, around there. I currently can't remember. <laughs> it's so sad. Um, it's just all a blur. It's all a blur at this point. Um, I know that I've got less than 30 days to go, or four weeks, or I'm in the fourth week, something like that. But nevertheless, um, last Saturday, um, I did 21 miles. And the 21 miles was the longest amount i running, I would do in a single stretch. And uh, that one was pretty intense. Um, I didn't realize that Atlanta actually starts their, their sunrise is actually like 7.20, 7.30, where uh, since I'm central standard time, mine's about an hour earlier. I don't know how that works, but about 6.30 is when the light gets up. So if I leave the house about six, there's still, there's some daylight where I can go run and do stuff like that. Well, I'm uh, outside about 6.20, in Atlanta. And it's dark as can be. And I cannot see a thing. Um, I cannot see a thing so much that the trail itself is completely dark. And there's just not a light in sight. And so I started running the first three to four miles completely pitch black, and actually holding my phone, shaking it back and forth, just to see what was in front of me. And Could have there been a deer or a coyote, sure. They're probably not the safest um, attempt or safest run that I've ever done. But uh, nevertheless, uh, we did it. Um, When I got to the four or five mile mark, it started getting daylight and I could see a little bit. But can I just tell you what that does mentally? Like that grind of it's dark, feels like no one else is up, and I've got my, you know, my, my gels, my water, and I'm just, I'm running at five o'clock in the morning. And like, what in the world? Like, are you running from something? Like, I, I'm doing this all to prepare. The, the why behind it all is to prepare for this marathon. And I, um, I ended up running for about three and a half hours. And it, it, it was a grind. It was something that was less physical and more mental. Like, I feel like I really, like, um, gosh. I really feel that I calloused my mind with that long run. I really feel that I I broke some barriers of limitations in in running. I've ran a half marathon before. That's a one three. I've ran 15 miles, it's a one, like there's a one in front of it. I, I've ran 10 miles, there's a one in front of it, but when I hit a two, it's like, I crossed into new territory of, I hit a two when it, when it comes to mileage. And it, you know, it's it's really hard to explain how, and I know the recent episode we talked about, if I can do it, you can do it, that, that positive mentality, but You've got to constantly challenge yourself on things that you potentially think you can't do and be okay that you can't, but continue to try that if you get to the moment where you can and you end up doing it, it does something unspeakably to your mentality of, of all kinds of things. This is why I really, really focused on bodybuilding. And Weightlifting to start after I was done walking and kind of getting introductory to the gym and I started really enjoying the gym, I felt like, and I, I think I've mentioned this in, in um, the episodes of like 100, but I felt like the hardship that I was experiencing in front of me, that weight, that the three plates to deadlift, if I could get through that, I, you know something that I didn't think was possible before I could get through other things in life that I feel like I couldn't get through, like it was the hardship in the moment if I'm able to push through something I can control, maybe mentally, I can notch a buckle belt or buckle or notch a belt hole a little bit tighter on my mentality that I can end up getting through things maybe that I can't control and it's constantly in that um, that mentality of challenging yourself on things that you think that you can't. Don't 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 ask me about the Ironman. Okay, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. It's very tempting, but it's like a thousand dollars to register, and ain't nobody with two kids got a thousand dollars to do an Ironman. But let me just tell you, it's mildly appealing right now. But. The marathon, something I couldn't do. There's constant I can'ts that I feel like I'm challenging and that I'm, I'm um, like, I'm questioning, like, can I? And it's like those moments that I can, it's like, well, if I can do this, what else can I do? And it's just, it's a mental just, oh man, Like like I said, Like describing it is very difficult. It's, um, you know what? I I just came with something. All right, here, here, hear me out. Hear me out. Jenga. Okay, we're gonna go with Jenga real quick. You see the stack as it is and Jenga is a, it's got three wooden blocks across and then it goes the opposite way and it stacks up on top. It's a big old tower and you've got to take a block from the bottom and place it up on top and hope that it doesn't fall over. And the person that takes from the stack and it falls over, they end up losing the game. Uh, J E N G A. Uh, If you've never heard of Jenga, uh, if you look that up and how it's played, but let me uh, hopefully paint a picture. So, I feel like every time that I get to an impossible moment and I'm able to push through, and it's not like everything's an impossible moment, but something that I find difficult, but I end up pushing through, I feel like I'm taking something, uh, I'm taking a block from the bottom of the stack of the Jenga and I'm like, uh, and I'm putting it on top of the Jenga stack and I'm just pausing and I'm just like, and then I get that moment of I did it and it's almost like this sense of relief that's, that that I, I I got to a higher point than I thought I couldn't before, because it looked like the, the stack was against my favor. Like it, it wasn't in my favor. The stack wasn't. But I was able to overcome that stack by stacking just one more on top. And um, I don't know if that's the best example, but I hope this translates that You've got to constantly do hard things. You've got to constantly be putting yourself in a position where there's a hardship, there's a resistance, there's a, a, uh, it requires courage of you to push through because that's the only way that you're going to continue to get stronger and be better for what's to come because things don't get easier, you just get stronger. Life throws things at you that you're you're not prepared for now. There are things that you're going to have to go through, encounter. Like, talk to two-year-in Dusty, now seven-year-in Dusty. And there's a big difference on what I could handle then and what I can handle now. Like, very big difference. I have two kids now. Uh, like, if you were to just drop two kids two years into my journey... Would I be able to maintain this far out? I, I don't know. And I, I, it's not that I doubt it, but I I, I doubt. <laughs> like I doubt that I would be able to maintain just because it required a level of focus for me early on for me to really get into some habits and some rituals that I stick to now. It's now thinking seven years in, I've slowly kind of just like, all right, this is coming my way. Making some adjustments, making some pivots, moving ahead. Okay, this coming might like moving. Like, I think I mentioned recently, moving across the country, buying a house. All these things are just these different courageous moments that I had to meet and conquer to get better for what's to come. I'm not like saying this to wish this on myself, because you know maybe I'm just good to go and I'm prepared, but. What if five years from now, twelve year out, Dusty, is experiencing things that maybe seven year out, Dusty, me now, maybe wouldn't be able to handle? I don't know what two. I'm gonna have two teenagers one day, right? I'm gonna have two teenagers. I don't know how to. <laughs> I don't know what to do with two teenagers. My daughter is very sassy. Let me just tell you, she has learned in her two and a half your life to just be very sassy in a sassy way that gets very sassy. And if she's sassy now, I get 14 or 15 years in, what am I going to do? I don't know. (laughs) Anyways, I am at my destination. I'm hoping this encourages you in your journey that... uh, You got to constantly put yourself in a courageous um, moment so that you can grow for whatever is to come and to prepare for what's to come. So I uh, had a courageous moment on Saturday and it's preparing me for the marathon to come. And once I get to the marathon, that'll prepare me for what's next. And it's not the Ironman. It's not. I don't want want to think about that. (laughs) Anyways, thank you for listening to this particular episode. And thank you to the subscribers. I always appreciate you. And that's it. That's all. Talk to you on the next episode. Take care.